0: Welcome back to Life at Hobridge School, the podcast where we speak to pupils, to staff and to parents to find out what it's really like. In every episode, we'll be talking to members of the school community to hear real stories of life in the school. So let's get into this episode looking at life at Hobridge School. Well, hello, I am joined today by Theo Barker. Hello. Hello, Theo. Now, Theo, I think obviously for people listening, they're probably like, who is Theo Barker? And Theo, is it true you are head boy at Hobridge School?
1: Yes, I'm head of school.
0: Okay, brilliant. So, Theo, just let people know a little bit about yourself. What are some of your hobbies or your sort of favourite things you like doing? I really enjoy playing
1: tennis with my family at the weekends um, and I like playing hockey as well. I do that quite often.
0: So, is it true that you recently beat your brother at a tennis match?
1: Yes, we had a bit of a competition on Saturday morning and I'm very glad to say I did win and he shall not be beating me for a while.
0: (laughs) Why? Okay, good to hear it. And hockey, I love hockey. Which position do you usually play in?
1: I usually play defender, although I prefer to play somewhere more up the pitch, scoring the goals. I think I'm better at helping my team out in defence. Okay, good. How long have you been playing hockey for now? A good while. I joined a club at the end of year six and I've been playing since then. Okay, congratulations. Right, Theo, let's go back a little bit, shall we, to
0: prize giving last year. So how did it feel when it was announced that you had been selected to be head of school for the year?
1: It was an amazing feeling being called up at prize giving, realising that I'd been chosen as head boy. Apart from I hadn't realised that I needed to go and accept the prize from Oliver Gibson, the former head boy. So I sat there dumbfounded for a bit.
0: What happened? Did someone like nudge you or did sort of you get called up? What do they have to do to
1: you? Yeah, I had to get my friend locken Raisbeck. He had to, like nudge me on the soldier and say, Theo, you've got to go up. What are you doing? Oh my goodness.
0: And had you got any inkling at all that this was going to happen, Theo?
1: Well, we had to send a letter to the headmaster to be able to go into the a process of becoming head boy or mm-hmm. deputy head or any leadership role and so previously I'd done that along with some other people so it was only that pool of people who could become leadership roles but yeah I didn't know it was going to be me.
0: Well congratulations I mean knowing that your you know classmates that the staff have voted for you I mean you know what sort of sense of excitement has that given you?
1: It made me feel very proud knowing that my friends and teachers had thought that I'd be good as the next head boy. And yeah, I thought it was really nice that my friends would have liked me to represent them.
0: Yeah. And that is so true, isn't it? For your peers to pick you out as that person does show that they obviously have so much to say about you. So, you know, what are some of the things as you've begun to be head boy? You know, you've now been doing it for a nearly well, I suppose it's not quite a term and a half is it but you've been doing it for over a term what are some of the things that you have found difficult
1: i think i have found difficult balancing from for example in the mornings we have duties where we go around the classrooms making sure everyone's happy um but i think it's the balancing of making sure everyone's having a fun time but also respecting the rules and teachers so we don't take things too out of hand but it still makes it fun
0: Okay, so have you got a slightly better respect for some of your teachers now trying to balance the
1: same thing? Definitely. Sometimes I'll ask um, some people if they have everything ready for their morning lessons and they'll just go around doing their own thing. As soon as a teacher walks in dead silent, everyone's getting ready. So maybe you need to work on your
0: look or something. I'm joking. Obviously, don't do that. I mean, yes, organisation. I mean, what are some of the things that if you were giving advice to some of the younger years What would you suggest that they could do to
1: help themselves? I would definitely say we have a diary for school where we write all our homework in, everything like that. I'd say it becomes more and more important the further you go up the school because if you start to forget putting things in there, it's just really useful to remind yourself of things.
0: And I suppose also being at the top of the school as well and you're beginning to think about you know your exams and moving to your next school as well what have been some of the big changes in this year
1: for this year I think I've probably prioritized more trying to be head of school than I have trying to do academic stuff for instance like in the mornings we have um, some form time for which that's time if you've got any leftover homework from yesterday and all that sort of thing I usually, instead of doing my leftover homework, would go and help the other younger years.
0: And has it been nice to actually go have a chance to get
1: to know some of the younger years and have that interaction in a different way? I think it has, yes. Whenever I'm out of school, so when I'm playing hockey or tennis, some of the year fours, fives, they go on and play hockey and tennis at the same clubs as me. And so they'll point me out to their parents and say, oh, that's Theo over there, he's head boy.
0: Oh my goodness, that's great. I love that. So now, is it true you have two deputies that work with you?
1: Yes, I have two deputies called Charlie Westcott and Oscar Tucker.
0: And how have you three worked as a team so far?
1: So far... We've worked as a team by, on open morning, we help parents get to the Performing Arts Centre and after we've showed them around the school. We've also read a reading at Carol Servants and Remembrance Day together and I think overall just helping each other out and we've worked really well as a team.
0: Were you uh, good friends, the three of you, beforehand?
1: I think so, yes. I've known Oscar since probably around year three because he's been at the school for the same amount of time as me and charlie westcott joined year six i've been friends with him
0: uh-huh and so yeah that's a good question actually um theo how, how long have you been at Hopebridge for
1: i joined in nursery, so i've been around for quite a while now
0: wow that is amazing okay go right so tell us some of your main memories so nursery and so how old were you then like four years old
1: yeah about three and a half, four. Okay,
0: wow. Okay, so tell us a little bit. So what are some of your big memories as you think back to
1: maybe different parts of your time at Howbridge? My first memory at Howbridge would be I was quite reluctant on my first day of school to go and sit with all the other children. I found it quite scary, but eventually I did. And they were really welcoming. And I remember sitting on the carpet with all of my friends. And I think a big memory I had was when I got chosen to go help. This is when I was still quite in the younger years. I got chosen to go help out with the seniors, so where I am now. And I remember this boy called Io who's really nice and me and him went moved some chairs, tables, and it just felt really good to have that responsibility then.
0: Okay. And actually that is a good point, isn't it? Why do you think it's important perhaps to give responsibility to people of your age or different age groups?
1: I think it helps the other children in the school to like aspire to what that would be. So I know that sounds quite um, like a tool order, but it's more so they can look up to us and setting the example.
0: And definitely, and I suppose that's that thing, isn't it? As you get older, taking opportunities and to do new things and, and leadership is
1: such an important quality. So how has the school changed as well, since you've been there? I think it hasn't changed majorly, but I think there are some small things which have changed. For things like we've got a school council and that's what i'm a part of and i feel like we're getting to try and make some greater changes things like water fountains for instance trying to get them up and running oh so what's the conversation been around water fountains so they got shut off because of covid and since last summer they weren't on everyone was really feeling that we could use some more water supply basically. Oh, yeah. Well, very true. Water is important for drinking. And I suppose also
0: sustainability as well. And Theo, what other conversations or what other ideas come up through the school council?
1: So we've had some other ideas, like, so we used to have a bell system, apart from we've got two buildings at Holybridge, and one of the bells was going off at a different time than the other. So people were getting let out of classes earlier. And I mean, I have to say, I loved it. If you're in the early building, you've got like, 10 minutes five minutes more of break if you've got that out
0: sounds great
1: (laughs) yeah we're just trying to get that up and running again
0: okay okay so okay so he actually says some really practical ideas which are obviously cleverly brought by the students so Thinking through, thinking forward, um, I think one of your final jobs, isn't it, is to give a speech at the valedictory dinner. Have you thought about what you might say yet? Or even how are you feeling about that?
1: To be honest, I haven't really thought about it up until now. Sorry. I think when I'm writing this speech, I just try and include how far we've come as like a year group and seniors and what we've accomplished. I'm not really sure. I think I have to think about that. Okay. Do you have any funny stories from any
0: of your time Um, at Hobridge that you wouldn't mind sharing with the listeners? I think
1: I'd have to save that for my end of year speech. Um,
0: Oh, so no spoilers. Okay. no.
1: Oliver Gibson at the end of the year, he gave some good things. I think I'm trying to do it like him, save them.
0: Okay. Well actually thinking back, obviously, you know, having been there since nursery, you've seen a lot of head of school going through that role. Who are some of them that stand out
1: to you and, and why? Yes. I remember um Gus Roberts, I think. He wasn't head boy at the time, but he won the poetry competition. And I remember his speaking being really good, and I spied or like, I wanted to be that good at speaking out to people as well, because I would have been terrified of doing that. But he did really well, and afterwards, he was always really kind.
0: Oh, that's great! I mean, obviously, because you you are not that I want to sort of make a big thing about, but you are about to leave at some point this year. What advice would you give, perhaps, to maybe someone either in year four or year six?
1: just as they kind of, to make the most of their time at Homebridge? I'd say try and get as much out of the school as you can. So, for instance, I'm part of the Wind Ensemble. So on Thursdays during lunch, because I play the clarinet, I go and I practice with them, and we get to do concerts and things. So that's always really good. So if you play any instrument, try and get in touch and become part of that. Or it can be anything. So, for instance, if you go to an art or DT club at school... And then when you get to the seniors, you can go go-karting, which is really fun.
0: Oh, where do you go
1: go-karting? Is that a club or is that just an activity you get to take part in? I think so. The school, I'm not entirely sure it is a go-kart actually, but it's like a race car. Sorry. Okay, um, <laughs> no, that's right. And you get taken around to this track and you race against other schools. And it's done on things like how fast you go, how far you can go, all those kind of things. You get a kick car.
0: Wow. And did you build the kit car as well in advance or is it something that you just get to take part
1: in? Well, I feel like if we 100% built the kit car like our DT teacher portrays us to have done... I don't think it would run, so <laughs> we definitely get a bit of help.
0: Okay, see, so, there's a little bit of supportive safety and someone who actually understands Okay, that's good to know, yeah. something like that. So when you leave Hobridge, what do you think you're going to miss most about the school, Theo?
1: I think I'm going to miss the teachers the most. I think it's going to be weird being taught by someone who I haven't known because I've almost known every teacher who's taught me up until year three because I've been here for so long. But, yeah, I think I'm going to miss the teachers just because if there's anything you're, like, unsure about during lessons you can always go back and ask them and they're willing to sacrifice their time to help you i mean and that is what makes
0: isn't it your community the fact that there's such a good connection with staff and pupils and things like that well theo it's been a pleasure to speak to you today uh, we wish you all the best particularly and congratulations again on being voted in as head of school and we look forward to seeing more of what you're up to over the next few um terms before you leave thank you very much That's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school website, hopebridgeschool.co.uk. Now the next episode is coming out soon, but in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to
1: follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.